Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to another week of the show. Of course, we are uh, we are marching along. You know, normally sometimes when it comes to professional wrestling and I use the word trudging, uh, sometimes we're trudging towards certain pay-per-views, but uh, we're not trudging towards a pay-per-view. We are galloping uh, towards, Mike, episode 100. It's closer than we think it is. Oh, how close! I think it's per, like twenty weeks away. I think this this might be <laughs> this might be episode eighty one or eighty two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so uh, yeah, we're depending on how so things we're feeling line up. good. Feeling exactly. good. We're, we're feeling on the road. Good. Uh, we're on the road to uh, <laughs> on to, the road. to episode. To episode 100, and of course, we've got a great show coming up for the rest of this show, you know. Uh, I love it when we can just kick off, you know, kick back, kick our shoes up, and not worry about a pay-per-view coming up. Yeah, at least in the traditional sense. Um, yeah, just regular wrestling this week. Just regular wrestling. Regular old wrestling. Before we do get to that regular old wrestling, um, let's kick off the show with a little tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Well, <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back on this one because Mike, you've been uh, sca- scavenging over uh, over those online message boards and social medias, and you've got some great you've got something for us this week. Yes, uh, you know it was a crazy week in professional wrestling. Yeah, the speak out stuff, all that stuff that's happened. We won't necessarily go into every single thing there. Some of it, the dust needs to still settle, you know. Uh, But here's a nice tweet from former NXT current Impact talent, Deanna Perrazzo, who says, I'm one of the lucky few who don't have a story to tell. I've been protected in this industry more than I ever even realized. But I've been reading. I'm listening. I'm standing strong with my sisters who have stories to tell. So very nice supportive tweets from Gianna Perrazzo. Just something nice to hear, right? Eh? Something nice, you know. It still addresses the situation, but it's like, all right, we can get through this together. I'm with you. I believe you. I'm, yeah, there it is. And there it is, you know, snatching the belt from uh, the CEO of All Elite Wrestling, Mr. Tony Khan, um, <laughs> who I've noticed, have you noticed this too lately? They, they say his name a lot on, on the show. I don't know if you. Yeah. I've just noticed this recently, or I know uh, Chris Jericho will always say Tony Khan, the Khan family, but now Jr. <laughs> saying it a lot, and Excalibur, yeah. and I'm just thinking to myself, shit, nobody's saying the words Vince McMahon or whatever his middle name is. What's it? <laughs> like, yeah, Kennedy. We just, Ken, yeah, we don't hear Vincent Kennedy or McMahon or Shane or Steph. We just don't hear, uh, I don't know, it's different. I, I, I didn't notice that until this morning when I was watching last night's AEW. Yeah, well, sometimes they just say Tony and then I get confused. I'm like, are they talking about Shavoni, Shavoni or, or Yeah, when if, if Shavoni says Tony... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Uh, it was a great episode of. Oh, why am I talking? It's not. It's not even <laughs> AEW time. And that's the show. And that. Yeah. And that's the show, folks. Okay, we uh, we were on here for eight, um, eight minutes. That's great. Uh, Deanna Perazzo, new tweeted league champion, uh, of course. And it's always on defense. That was a good one to find. It's there. Always on defense. That was, uh, that was a good one to find. And that leads that leads us right into some around the ring news. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Around the ring, around the ring. Around the ring. 
There's a lot of things going out there. Um, AC Dirt was chomping at the bit to get on this show. <laughs> That's uh, but, Yeah, I think this would have been right up his alley. <laughs> or I feel but, as though AC Dirt's best lies in the, the not spoken about news. Well, that's the thing, and you know, we, uh, you know, there's a lot of allegations going out there, a lot of names said, but some stuff we don't know for sure. But there's a couple things that are hard facts, and uh, the first one is Jack Gallagher has been released from WWE. He's done. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess, uh, yeah, some stories came out about him, some screenshots, things like that. So he's gone from WWE. Uh, Joey Ryan is gone from Impact Wrestling. There's a whole shitload of stories about him, so. His wrestling careers uh, might be done. Um, and then on the AEW side, both Jimmy Havoc and Sammy Guevara were suspended from AEW. A uh, couple different Sammys. Uh, I'm sure you heard he made a bad rape joke about Sasha Banks a few years ago. And that clip surfaced. So that's his punishment. Mm -hmm. um, but apparently, I think him and Sasha are, on, are somewhat on terms. Like they know each other because they had a good discussion privately between each other. And I don't know. I'm sure Sammy will learn from this. Uh, but then Jimmy Havoc, his was a bit more serious. He's got uh, some physical allegations and substance abuse. So he's going into a rehab program and sensitivity training, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, those two are gone. Uh, <coughs> everything else, I don't know. Is anything, anything you want to comment on? Uh, certainly great to hear that everyone's taking things seriously. Of course, Jack Gallagher um, has been removed from the WWE alumni page. Uh, mm -hmm. Like they've erased this man from uh, from their existence. You uh, got a bunch of tattoos for nothing there, bud. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I got to say about that. Joey Ryan, um, yeah, heard the exact same kind of things. Uh, I know, his, I know. PW, uh, yeah, PWG has canceled their Twitter account or whatever. I know he turned off his Twitter account. Yeah, um, I think, and it's it's odd for, or it's like it's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure as a, as a, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. He because his character is the weird it's, sex. It's like a porn. Yeah. His character is a porn star. So uh, I wonder. I at least I hope as though you know things were taken out of context uh it's hard to say there's a lot of smoke on that a one. a lot of smoke and i'll tell you who he was fired so i mean i'll tell you yeah, some of the other guys but i'll tell you who wants like it. we said the dust has not fully settled and the Guevara thing you are right i did hear that this was many years ago that it happened 2016 and then yes. even uh or like and then since then they him and sasha banks apparently did talk about it have a conversation. Yeah, I think she gave him a good old mother talk. Like, listen, Sammy exactly. Boy, this is how you yeah. treat women. And that's that was her. Well, that was one of her comments this week of just like we had the discussion that what he did was wrong, and yeah. what you know we're just moving moving on from it. And he knows the mistake he made. And because uh, I think I remember like earlier in the week before that stuff came out, like Sasha was tweeting at Jericho and Sammy, like joking around with them, like they were. I don't know. Exactly. So I think I think they're somewhat friends, and I'm sure Sasha was hurt by it. But she's like, "Listen, this is how we're going to correct." Exactly. It. And AEW's always already proven themselves to be a uh, a, a multi accepting uh, group of uh, fan base and talent on screen. And I think uh, for them to jump on that one and the Jimmy Havoc thing, jump on it right yeah. away. Uh, yeah. And they're uh, both team, both everyone involved is doing a great job of yes of yes, handling everyone. this appropriately. Yeah. Then uh, on the other side of things, uh, I think this just broke news broke last night. Renee Young has announced that she has COVID-19. 
So uh, John Moxley, he wasn't on Dynamite last week uh, or this week, and you know he's supposed to have a title match in two weeks, so he's got to be keeping safe. So who knows? So we'll yeah, I don't know, I don't know how that's gonna happen. Um, that was that was the report that multiple backstage personalities and people involved at a taping on Wednesday. Yeah, um, Kayla Braxton came out and said she's had COVID twice now. Came out <laughs> like like it's this, <laughs> like it's out, this big like out. it's this big life altering thing that you have to announce well, to your your fan yeah. base. Yeah, um, yeah. So hopefully the Mox man. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, two weeks away. That's uh, cutting it close for that title match. With Brian yeah, Cage. whatever, whatever that. Uh, and they did say that. On um, on AEW the other night, and uh, uh, in in the same kind of boat, QT Marshall is also going to be off TV after yeah, yeah, he, he was, came uh, in contact uh, with someone, um, yeah. which is fantastic because um, I think we're going to get more eyes on the bunny. Um, Allie can really develop, you know, without QT there. Allie needs to prove why she's it wants to be in the Nightmare Family, and that yeah. and that she's not doing it for some nefarious means. Uh, she genuinely wants like Brandy thinks like and, and like Brandy thinks exactly right. Uh, which is this could this this uh, it's all it's all gonna work out. It's all gonna work on out. Any uh, is that is, any any other news to uh, to cap us off? Have you checked out that uh, that Netflix WWE movie, the main event? Uh, is that worth no. talking about? Talk? No, I don't think we talked about it, but uh, I've seen okay. the trailer for it on my <laughs> Netflix. Keith Lee is in it briefly and someone else, I think. Uh, no, I don't know anything about that. But, it's um, uh, what? Oh, it's uh, so it's like Mike, but with a luchador mask. Oh, so what? A child becomes a wrestler. Yeah, it's like Mike, but with a luchador. He puts on the mask. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I then he, and then he becomes <laughs> like the best wrestler, and yeah, he performs and he goes to WWE. Keith Lee is there. Uh, <laughs> other select superstars too. I think I saw Char. Oh. I think I saw Charlotte in the trailer, maybe. <laughs> All right, I'm sure it'll be awful. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be awful, but uh, if we ever do a movie episode, we have uh, it, it, it. It could be like the first one we go to. Yeah, we've got ammunition for that. Um, but then the final piece of news after the final episode of the Last Ride, the Undertaker documentary, he finally says, "I'm retired," which I know we said before, but he says, "I'm done." He was very happy with the way the Boneyard match turned out, and it was kind of cool seeing the whole making of that with AJ and. Yeah, he's like, you know, this was the match I wanted. We got the positive fan response. I rode off on my bike, so that should be it. But then at the very end, he's like, you know, Vince McMahon might always want to break that emergency glass, though. You never know. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Break the emergency glass. You're right. You're right. If uh, it, you, you, you always got to wonder when the time to step away is and... Um, I think out of the time that out of the past, what, four years of Undertaker, this has seemed the most appropriate. Certainly yeah, his, his loss to Roman, that's, that wasn't the way to go. His, and then he did, no. and then he did what scene, did you do Cena the next year? Yeah. And that was just a really quick match. And that was, wasn't the way to go. And then of course he had the whole hoopla with Goldberg, which was, <laughs> yeah. which wasn't mania, which but well. you know, and then it's like, uh, you, you, you always, you, you're try, trying to work for that better note to leave on. And it was, it was the best way you could have. Yeah, it was great. And the whole story, just AJ like calling him up and asking him and things like that. It was, it was a lot of fun to hear. Well, I should, I should, uh, I should watch that last episode, you know, uh, 
I don't have that WWE Network subscription, so I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to. You figure can find it out. a way. I, yeah, I can find a way. Yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch that last episode. It um certainly looked like fun. Yeah, it's great. It was a fun ride. The last ride. The, the last ride was a fun ride, and that concludes our news for this week. We looked. We took a little trip around the ring. Uh, it's always fun to hear a little bit of news happening. Yes. Uh, well, let's start kicking off our wrestling week. You know, because uh, we have. What do we have going on this time? A new champs? No. Uh, everything. Every- Debuts, title matches. Debuts, you're right, because it's Friday, baby. It's SmackDown Live. <laughs> Friday Night Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Friday Night Live. <laughs> it's a Friday Night Live. Yeah. My favorite night of the week, of course, because uh, Daddy's home. I prefer Saturdays, but that's okay. <laughs> the Papa Bear has returned to the hibernation uh, uh, section. His cave. His cave. There you go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, because, of course, as we know, this is the house that AJ Styles built. And what better way to kick off this week's SmackDown Live than with the man himself, AJ Styles, celebrating his recent WWE Intercontinental Championship victory. Yeah, he's coming out. He's got the whole locker room at ringside. And he's like, hey, everybody, this is as close as you're going to get to my title. Um uh, and then he says, hey, Daniel, get in here. You should be the one to present me with the title. So Brian gets in the ring, and AJ just says, put it around my waist. And got to give Brian credit. He's a good sport. He obliges. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Brian just cuts a promo. He says, uh, you know, put over these guys who are hungry for the guys around the ring like Shorty G, Grand Metalik, Big E. Let's get these guys an opportunity. Then AJ just claps back saying, ah, you got to earn it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you think you're going to just be handed number contender? I don't know. Anyways, AJ's running his mouth until eventually, uh, bro, Matt Riddle's here. Bro. He comes out. The crowd's all into the bro. Uh, yeah, he goes to introduce himself, and AJ's just like, I know who you are. I just see a guy with no shoes in my ring. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Riddle says, you call yourself the face that runs the place? Well, I'm the bro that runs the show. So uh, AJ cheap shots Riddle. He fights back, and we get a match. We get a match right here, right here, right here. The and announcer, now. the announcer goes to say it's for the title, but then AJ grabs the mic. And goes, oh no, it's not. <laughs> so uh, he says, uh, I don't know if you've seen the sign. No shirt, no shoes, no championship title match. <laughs> it's great comedy from the great, great comedy from the Southern boy. <laughs> Southern boy, but uh, yeah, great match, great match. Riddle looks awesome out of the gate. Huge kicks. Uh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't quite a lumberjack match, but everyone was everyone outside was of the ring. Everyone was there, <laughs> but it wasn't a lumberjack match. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, commentary says they stuck around because they want to see what the hype is about with Riddle. And, yeah, it was a great match. Both men delivered. Styles shoves Daniel Bryan at one point, goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Riddle just catches him, hits the bro Derek, gets the big win in his debut. In his debut, after a near 40-minute classic last week, AJ Styles lost a little quicker than uh, than his previous match. But that's what you do. You're you put you put dudes over when they get to the main roster. Yeah, and, and Daniel Bryan is still involved in there. So. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, and of course, this leads for a whole new group of shitty people 
Baron Corbin and Matt Riddle, of course, something that's going to get <laughs> run into the ground, I'm sure. Um, Matt Riddle can make his way He's, you know, on this title picture. I've been curious if they're going to do an open, if WWE will start kind of doing an open challenge every week, the same way, you know, a, Cody's been on three weeks in a row now, I think, of defending. Um, yeah. Maybe AJ could be that guy on SmackDown, give, giving yeah. opportunities he, to Grand Metalik, Shorty G. He sounds like he doesn't want to, though. Kofi Kingston, all these guys. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what Brian wants to do, but AJ's like, nah. I guess that's a good point. The open challenge is not a heel move. Not usually. Not usually. But. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but uh, hopefully he doesn't get a choice. Hopefully there's no choice. Either way, it's great <laughs> to see Matt Riddle on the brand that I'd, I'd probably prefer him on, I think. So, as we were saying, Matt Riddle, you're great. Great debut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then after that, I think there was a quick match. Shorty G beats Mojo Riley. So nice to see Shorty win. And nice, nice to, to see, see on TV. And nice to see Mojo survived the releasing. I didn't, I didn't really remember. <laughs> well, yeah, because he was buddies with Gronkowski. They needed him, I guess. I guess. Good point. For a little bit. <laughs> uh, then Miz and Morrison come out for Miz TV. And they're just complaining more about Braun Strowman and uh, Otis. And then they bring up their guest, Mandy Rose. And then they just ask her about Sonya and call her a terrible friend. And they bring out their surprise guest, Sonya Deville, who's got a new look. She's got this cool like black suit. Yes, I like new. It. She's been wearing more and more black clothing in the past few weeks, I've noticed. Yeah. Evolving her character. Yes, I like it. moving on. Uh, but Mandy's just like, what do you do? I'm done with you. And Sonya says, you wish. You get the spotlight every week. Doesn't deserve it. If it wasn't for Miz and Morrison, I wouldn't even be out here. So Mandy's just like, leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. They go back and forth. Um, yeah, anyways, they start swinging at each other. Mandy gets the better of Sonya. She runs off. Uh, and that's about it. And that's about it. The, uh, you know, the, yeah, using Ms. TV to kind of get this segment rolling. Uh, yeah. Which, which, they, still, they still need to have that singles pay-per-view blow-off match, I guess. I guess they still do, right? It's because yeah. uh, they've, been, they've been hating for a while now. Yeah. And uh looks like Ziggler's gone from SmackDown, so she's on her own. Oh yes, Ziggler Ziggler moved in that AJ exchange. The future considerations <laughs> he, didn't take too long. He was the nice. future considerations and Him Ka- and Rude. And Cash. Which is still not a good deal. And and Zig- Bobby Rude? Yeah. Um, Ziggler and Rude for AJ. I'd still rather have that's AJ. That's not a good deal. No, no, no. <laughs> uh but then we get a quick match. New Day takes on Lucha House Party. Which is always nice to see them whenever they get a chance. Uh, uh, with with Bailey and Sasha on commentary. Yeah, just doing their comedy, just being crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. New Day win. Cesaro and Nakamura come out and attack them. So I guess, uh, oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing more <laughs> You to don't say know what this. happened, of course. Yeah, I guess. They get in Michael Cole's face. Sasha be like, what are you going to do, Michael? What did you do? I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess so Shinsuke Cesaro, our team uh, to freshen up the SmackDown tag division, of course. I don't see the Forgotten Sons coming back anytime soon. No. Um, but new yeah, New Day Lucha House Party, I feel was though a match that out of all the tag connections, never seen it. Yeah, so it was fun to see for a little bit. So, yeah, but, so uh... so much rarer. Um It'll be great. It'll be great. We have Cesaro and Shinsuke running their own show without Sami Zayn, force for, you know, leading them, forcing them down the throat. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully they can do something. Just something. 
Just something. Are they the champions <laughs> right now? I can't remember. Yes. New Day. Yeah. New Day. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, that took me a second. That took me a second. Uh, we have to do that. You have to think about who all the champions are, and it's always one of the tag belts, which is going to lose me. Yeah. Except for the women's tag belt. Except for the women's, tag, for the women's tag belt. They're hot matches. Hot matches. Uh, hot belts. And Sasha, Sasha and Bailey, they go to leave the commentary table. And that's when Nikki Cross comes out, attacks them out of nowhere. And Bliss comes out to tame her partner. So then uh, Nikki calls out Sasha for a match. And then Bailey says, you want Sasha? You got it. I accept. And Sasha's just like, uh, what? <laughs> so uh, but then we jump right in. Sasha versus Nikki. Good match. Uh Bit of a crazy Nikki did like a tornado DDT to Sasha, basically just jumps right on her head. Yeah, that was Good pretty ball. cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> but Banks survives, hits the Meteora, and she holds on to the pin and gets a very close three count. So Sasha Banks is on a roll. Yeah, she's on a roll. She's still the tag champ. Um that's all we got. With that's all that's all we got with that, right? I mean, we know our Bailey Sasha breakup is imminent at this point, but there are a lot of women back there vying for that for an opportunity at Bailey's title, right? Bliss, yeah. Naomi, and Lacey Evans. Throw Tamina in there. I still I still like her. <laughs> You're number one fan. I like. Her. I oh my! I like Tamina just because I feel like she's the she's the Nia Jax we all want. <laughs> the safer, yeah. <laughs> she's the safer. She uh she got a good super kick and a splash. I don't know, like everything about yeah. her. I just kind of thumbs up on my end. Yeah, I'm fine with her. Dana Brooke. She we need more Dana. Like, sure, why not? Freshen it up, <laughs> baby. Freshen it up. Carmella, where's she been? Yeah, I'm okay. Well, we can we can we can sit. Let's <laughs> not get uh, too crazy here. Okay, okay. Uh, but she's the always partner. Oh yeah, what do they called themselves? Uh, uh, they had a name one time. <laughs> glow. Yeah, <they> glow. <laughs> glow walk. Glow Mella. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but then the final segment of the show, the new Firefly Funhouse, and Bray Wyatt just talks about what he's learned while he's been gone, and you know, losing to Braun Strowman, but he realizes he wanted about it all wrong, and then Strowman just comes down to the ring, and he says, Bray, our chapter's over, this is over, so Bray says, no, 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 this is just getting started, and then we see a bunch of old clips of the Wyatt family, the original, and that's, yeah, the original Bray Wyatt shows up with his old Cajun Swamp Hawaiian outfit, the fedora. Uh, so, yeah, this is like his third his third face of Foley. He's got the fine house, the fiend, and then the Cajun. Oh, yeah. And then he does he, he kind of has that character between Wyatt family and now. Yeah, we were just like, I'm wearing white pants, black shirt. Like, he, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> white, you know, white pants, black shirt, Bray. <laughs> yeah. But either way, he's uh, it's fun to see him slip back into this persona. And he just says, you know where to find me, Bron. Follow the buzzards. So, yeah, we'll see. We haven't really seen him since he lost as the fun. We haven't seen The Fiend in a long time. We haven't. And I realized that I forgot that I haven't seen it. I Or I was just like, SmackDown was being occupied with other stuff. It almost, maybe there would have been no space for the Firefly Funhouse. And then I finally did. Yeah. Very refreshing to see it again. Yeah, I guess it's been that, good. That's, it hasn't been overexposed. That's the key, I guess, where you can, you can do something... That we didn't forget about the fiend or feel as though they gave up on it because we were too busy with this intercontinental championship tournament and the whole parking lot Jeff Hardy thing. We were kind of our mind was elsewhere, and then when this finally came back, it was like, oh shit, yeah, we're we're right back where we were. Yeah. 
Which was uh, a, fa- a fantastic way to end the show, of course. I think the next pay-per-view coming up is Extreme Rules, so maybe that's a matchup that'll happen there, um, where the rules can be extreme. Yeah, who knows? We'll get, uh, I don't know, a swamp match. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, a Cajun, <laughs> a Cajun match. The or... Bayou, Billy, I don't know. Oh, I like that. The around. Bayou, uh, a Bayou, a Bayou Brawl. Yeah, something. The Bayou Bash. We need um, alligators hanging around. Yeah, something like that. Swan- people and- cooking squirrels on a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of people uh, slowly uh, going um, on a rocking chair, just slowly yeah. rocking, playing a banjo, playing a banjo, a uh, piece of uh, wheat or straw, <laughs> yeah, hanging out <laughs> sticking out of your mouth. Smoking a corn cob uh, pipe. All of these specific these details will be included in whatever we end up calling this match: Bayou Brawl, um, an alligator slam, uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever we want to call it. But that was our that was our week of Friday night uh, SmackDown Live. Yes. Uh, so let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on through the show because we had no pay-per-view this weekend. We were all just sleeping in, uh, getting to bed on time, not on the edge of our <laughs> seat, uh, worried that something terrible is going to happen. Uh, that didn't happen at all. We got a great night's sleep, and we were fresh and ready to go for this week's Monday Night Raw. Let's get right. Let's get Said it right that time. That's right. Monday Night Raw <laughs> with your WWE champion, Drew McIntyre, who mm-hmm. comes out to start the show. And he's, he's, in case you don't know, he says today is Championship Monday because we're going to get a series of title matches. Um, and, you know, he's I defended my title in that tag match last week, so I'm looking to the future. And that's when Dolph Ziggler comes out. Uh, like we said, he is the future consideration in the trade. So he's part of Raw officially. And he just cuts a promo on Drew, and you know, you're the champ because of me. I want when I'm owed a WWE title match at Extreme Rules. So Drew just says, you know, you're an entitled jackass, but I need an opponent. So it's official. And there's our title match. There's our title match. It was that easy. Um didn't these <laughs> weren't these guys just best friends not too long ago? Yeah, like a year ago, partners. Right. For a little bit. Right. They were partners for a they little bit. They might have even been tag champs. I yeah. think and I think, yeah, I think when um when Dolph Ziggler was IC champion, uh, Drew was kind of like his bodyguard. Yeah. Um, wacky. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's a it's a stopgap before SummerSlam for it's Drew. A, it's a stopgap before <laughs> SummerSlam for Drew because, yeah, the real question is, who, who on that roster is is up to the challenge you know we have uh, we have this great mid card program everything in, to do with Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio uh this great mid card program that's not for a belt and we're just super we're still super intrigued yeah so uh yeah I guess that'll be your that, that's your extreme rules there you go who knows how extreme it'll be if they can add a step we'll see um oh they probably will the rules have to be extreme <laughs> yeah so we'll see. Uh, and then Nia Jax comes out, cuts a promo on Asuka until 24-7 champ R-Truth comes out. And he just cuts a promo on Tazawa and the Ninja Clan and accuses Nia Jax of being a Tazawa in disguise. And that's when the real Akira pops up behind the commentary table and he's just laughing. And Truth is bewildered. There's two Tazawas. 
So the ninjas surround the ring, and the truth just runs off to the back. Uh, Naya goes to continue, but she's interrupted by Charlotte, and they jaw back and forth. Uh, they start fighting. Nia Jax fucks up Charlotte, mangles her arm a bit, I think, right? Mm-hmm. She hurt yeah, her. So uh, she hurt her. Who knows? Was this real? Who knows? With Nia, no. You genuinely do not know Every single Samoan drop Or every single leg drop (laughs) Is followed by a quick gasp A quick (gasps) Yeah exactly So Charlotte's arm is fucked up But uh, we get our first title match On this uh, championship Monday Street Profits defending those tag titles Against Viking Raiders Uh, Dawkins had a headband That said grind flu Is that supposed to mean like grind through I don't know the flu era? I don't know. It was weird. Uh, anyways, good little tag match here. Ivar misses the big splash off the top. Dawkins hits the cash out. Tags in Ford, who hits his sky-high frog splash to get the win, retain the titles, and hopefully end their little series of the Vikings' profits. Feud. I mean, it's been going on for who knows how long now. I seem to remember this one having a uh, commercial break in the middle of it, and the, the match just kind of felt like it was a hot start. And a hot finish. And then I'm just, I was left wondering, like, huh, what happened for a good uh, few <laughs> minutes? What what happened for a few minutes uh, in the middle there? This, uh, it, it wasn't quite the epic encounter, you know, we'd expect given their uh, weeks. And After all that builds. Yeah. Weeks and weeks of building. Uh, but it was a fun, one of those fun sprint matches that WWE is just good at. Yeah, I think there was a spot where they were all doing cartwheels and shit. Yeah, yeah, they do that kind of cartwheel thing. (laughs) It's always funny to see a heavy person or a person who you wouldn't suspect could do cartwheels (laughs) who can confidently do a cartwheel uh, is always fun. Yeah. Um, Then we get Asuka versus Charlotte Flair uh, for the Raw Women's title. But uh, like we said, Charlotte's arm's a little banged up from earlier. But, you know, she still puts up a good fight. Asuka fights back, though. um, Kicks out of a big spear. And then she eventually gets Charlotte in an arm bar. Charlotte tries to lift her up and power bomb her, but Asuka just pops right back into the Asuka lock. Smojo's going crazy, and Charlotte taps out. Big win for Asuka. Big. I love Smojo again. Oh, Take that arm! He's going for that arm! She's got it! Oh, just stay on commentary, please, Smojo. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, love it. Like, maybe, what? I wonder, how can we get to him directly? Just send him an Instagram message <laughs> like, hey, man, I think you're great. Yeah, we love everything you're doing. Please stay on commentary. I just don't want you to get hurt. Like, it's just like, I I, I want you to keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) For your safety. For your, you know, it's just for your safety here. Uh, This was another, another just fucking Asuka Charlotte classic. This, and their in-ring chemistry. uh, First time Asuka finally beat Charlotte. Oh, and cleanly. Clean? Yeah, she tapped her out. She she tapped her out seemingly, right? Of course, having Naya in that weird, messy 24-7 segment earlier on, you know, certainly. We need to build the excuse for Charlotte to lose. I'm gonna. I said yeah. it. I said it. We need to make it up an excuse <laughs> well, for Charlotte to lose. And uh, allegedly, this is also an excuse for Charlotte to have a minor. I heard minor surgery done on her arm, so it's like an actual procedure. But oh no! Keep her up. Oh, that's so sad. I think she'll be. I think she can still make SummerSlam. Is yeah, what I've heard. Certainly, you know. Well, my my next thing was gonna say the only part. You know, yeah, Oscar beat Charlotte cleanly for the first time. Charlotte was beat cleanly, fucking ever. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it would have been. Fu- it would have been. It would have been great to see that moment occur <laughs> on a pay per view, uh, because it is just not something we see. We see very often. 
But I get, you know, and unfortunately it might also mean keeping Charlotte away from that main event picture, which means more time for uh, the, they call her the destructible force. Isn't that what they call her? The, the irresistible force? Nah, we'll call her destructible. Yeah, they call her anything. Yeah, because she destroys Because she destroys stuff. lots of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately it might mean Naya gets another... And yeah, go around. Um, where the rules are extreme, uh, I picture this <laughs> stipulation being called uh, you must seriously injure them match, uh, which is a match where you have to seriously injure them. Um, so Naya's got a big advantage. Naya has a huge advantage over Asuka in this particular <laughs> category. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see. We'll see how extreme <laughs> that gets. Uh, then we get a promo from Edge just talking about... Uh, yeah, just another another big serious promo from Edge. Just losing at Backlash, tearing his tricep. But you got no idea what you done, Randy. You woke up the evil. You woke up the rated R superstar. So uh, we'll see. He had we'll see he how. had a great line somewhere in there where uh, he was saying, um, "Because of you, like I couldn't lift up my daughter on Father's Day to give her a uh, hug." Or he said something. <laughs> he yeah. said something really really heartbreaking. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, Edge, can't yeah. pick up your." Just can't pick up his little about daughters. His, <laughs> about his dad, just like cowboy Bob Arton shooting blanks. Or <laughs> yeah, there, 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 there was a couple, couple heart, good lines. There's a couple <laughs> heartbreaking lines. Um, yeah. in there. It was a good long. You know, it was like a five minute promo. And just Edge talking to the camera. He knows what he's doing. Bringing back this, uh, you know, I mean, his his when his newest returned character was probably close-ish to maybe who he was before of course he was he immediately turned face the second he showed up at that royal rumble yeah um so who knows maybe this maybe he'll you know go back to a little resurgence of a previous gimmick more slimy more gritty more slimy more right. gritty he's already over as hell so have him do anything really do it's like that's like the 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 uh the aj thing it doesn't really matter like do whatever you want yeah just aj daniel bryan couple of these guys they can truly just kind of go <laughs> in and out and we're like yeah you roll anytime any match and we're just and we're just like yeah sure i don't care <laughs> go for it <laughs> yeah uh but we got another championship match we got our truth defending his 24 7 title against akira tozawa uh but before it can even start lastly an mvp come out they take out some of the ninjas and tozawa just runs and hides under the ring and then Lashley locks in the full Nelson on R-Truth, just leaves him laying out, and they leave. So Tazawa scampers back out from under the ring, pins Truth to win the 24-7 title. And uh, with his group of ninjas, the big ninja was not here this week. I didn't, yeah, I, I would have noticed him. We all, <laughs> we would have noticed. We all would have noticed him. Uh, but some keen listeners at home have pointed out that two of the regular ninjas were uh, Tony Nese and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Oh, really? So who knows if they were just filling a role, if they're actually going to be become part of this ninja group this new ninja group tozawa has had the strangest like last six months couple months <laughs> yeah <he's> been... <laughs> where he went from like getting wins in a cruiserweight tournament to immediately losing yeah, he had jobbing out he was in the 24 7 picture before um remember the whole there was a whole like santa claus bit Somewhere around yeah, Christmas time. I think he won it for like a day and, and lost it. And now he's doing this Yakuza ninja. But he's, he's had such yeah, a crazy six it. months. And, and he's jumping right into it. He's falling on the comedy. He's making the goofy faces. He, he's he knows what's he's up. going full <laughs> on to the comedy act. And then when he, whenever he will be asked to put on a great match, he can do that too. I've seen yeah. him take some real... He's taken some shots to the face. 
Oh yeah, we've seen some that. big, he's, like just a straight. I remember just, a like, few, Alistair kicked me as hard as you want. That's what it was. The, uh, it was a black <laughs> mass black that mass. he yeah. just and like <laughs> when they go into slow motion, it's just oh yeah. nobody, nobody the, stopped the, anything. The chin moves and then the head follows. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's uh, it's 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 gonna be fun to see. Akira yeah. Tozawa for, We're liking it. for the We're next liking little it. while. Yeah, of course. This little Ninja Clan. It's it's a lot better than yeah, what let, he was doing. Let's now. give it a name. Let's give them some more like um, like maybe like Karate Kid style segments. Maybe, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some lore. Exactly. Let's let's create let's create these ninjas. The world in which these ninjas live in, because <laughs> presumably the ninjas live in the same world as. The mystery science theater spooky uh, spooky lizard thing that was in the the dumpster. I guess so. Yeah. Right. Which has to be the same world where, you know, Lana and Lashley are married. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same world. It is. Uh, let's just go on to some women's action here. We've got Liv Morgan taking on Natalia. Uh, Lana's on the outside With watching Lana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, you know, she's trying to become uh, Natty's new friend. I, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Liv. Liv looks great. like to see her. like to see more of her. But Lana gets in her face and distracts her, which allows, allows Natalia to apply the sharpshooter to get the win. Yeah, not much to this. Uh, we seem to overlook the... Wait, was it Lana... Wait, was it Liv Morgan loves Lana or Lana loves Liv Morgan? Yeah, they dated. That was apparently that was the story. That, that was the story. They certainly didn't bring it up in any sort of commentary here. Yeah, not at all. Uh, it's great. I mean, I pictured that would have been the last time these two women were in the ring together. I think so. Was yeah. doing this odd and un- uncomfortable segment <laughs> for everybody. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll never, never get brought up again on. TV never get brought up again. But if it does, could I? Uh, could I enact my skip clause? <laughs> <laughs> just if, if they if they go back on it, I just I'm I'm pre skipping. Well, 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 we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> uh, but Ric Flair comes out to cut a promo, you know, putting over his buddy Randy Orton for taking out both Edge and Christian within 24 hours, and you know he wants to tell Orton he's the greatest to his face. So Randy comes out, says, you know, it feels great to once again be the legend killer. But then Big Bad Big Show comes out to interrupt. He's angry. Orton just insults him and leaves the ring. <laughs> that's all I gathered from that. That, that. That's all that pretty much happened. You know, we had our, uh, I guess we were kind of, we kind of had a little bit of big show in kind of the past couple of weeks. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just been hanging around. Um, ready to, he's ready to turn heel at any moment. He's, he's ready to turn whatever, wherever and whenever, you know, is, uh, um, is Orton big show in 2020 the match we want? Maybe not, but uh, yeah. <laughs> is this version of Randy Orton incredible? If he can just murder the yes. Big Show in a couple minutes, it'd be fine. This uh, chop out his legs, kick him in the head, boom, done. This is this is the best Randy Orton in years. Yeah, in years since uh, yeah since he joined the Wyatt family. For me, I think this has been the best he's done. Yeah, I, I would have to, and that was and that was the last time that he was the WWE champion. He was tag champion for a little bit there, um, yeah. and and it, maybe that's going to be our Extreme Rules match. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Put put Randy on the card somewhere. You, Let him do. Something. We have so to. He, him beat he's, a big show. he's hot right now. I got to say, he he's might hot. be the top heel on. I mean, short of I mean, Seth Rollins might be the top heel on Raw, but second, you know, he, he's he's coming in oh, on yeah, a Seth second. Has his, yeah, I think Randy, you know, if Drew's looking for a SummerSlam opponent, Randy could be the man if Edge and Christian aren't around. Yeah, I think there would be no one better right now than 
you know, Randy Orton and Edge interferes. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. That's, there we go. That's perfect. The, the... I just wrote it. We just wrote yeah. it out. Boom. Uh, let's go on here because we got another championship match. Sasha and Bailey defending those women's tag titles against the Iconics. Uh, but unfortunately, it was a pretty short match. Uh, Sasha locks in the bank statement on Peyton Rice and she taps out. So once again, Sasha doing the heavy lifting. She is, I'm telling you, she's the most on fire woman in the company. Maybe in the world right now. She might be. Uh, certainly with the departure of Becky Lynch, we've been looking for uh, the next the next top woman in the company. Asuka's given us consistent, fantastic, huge matches. We love her character. But maybe Sasha's the next one to fill that void. And uh, after the match, they get on the mic. And Sasha says, you know, I'm starting to feel a little jealous of Bailey Dose Straps. <laughs> I love I love seeing my best friend happy, but I want that experience as well. So I want a title match. And she's looking right in Bailey's face. We're going, oh, God, what's happening? And then she yeah, she gets right in Bailey's face and says, at Extreme Rules, I am officially challenging Asuka for the Raw Women's title. So, whoo, nice swerve. She had me going. <laughs> she had me going. Um, now, does this mean now I'm just I want to just clarify uh, the next few weeks of uh, brand to brand invitational rules? Certainly. So now has has Sasha left the confines of the tag world? I think the tag title gives you a free admission. So just it doesn't have to be a tag match. So just holding it. I think so. Okay, that's cool. You know, because uh, like we said, Sasha, if she's if she's rising up to be the top woman on the company, we're going to be seeing her on both shows. Yeah. So uh, she lays the challenge out. Asuka comes out and accepts and then gets beaten down two on one. So that's, I don't know, Sasha versus Asuka. That could be a great match. That could, that could main event. That's my main event. That could be huge. Um, <laughs> now, uh, they, now, they're no longer being called uh they they've left this boss and hug connection yeah that was i think after they lost the first time i think after they lost the first time they that's a uh, baby face thing there's no more hugs for bailey oh no she hasn't hugged shit (laughs) in um in years no i've heard i've heard this new thing of uh uh the golden role models have you seen this that's what they call themselves. That's what uh, that's what the internet has um, written out a couple things. Okay, I mean that's not bad. Golden role models. Golden role models. Uh, yeah, Sasha tweeted something about it, and then blah blah blah. So who knows? They may have a new name uh, coming up soon. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think backstage, Liv Morgan's walking around, and Ruby Riot approaches her, but Liv just blows her off, and she's been down that road. <laughs> been down that rod. So, but uh, then MVP comes out for his VIP lounge and he brings out potential new client, United States champion Apollo Cruz. And MVP just tries to recruit Apollo some more, but Cruz doesn't trust him. He ain't having it. So uh, Apollo then takes on Shelton Benjamin. Shelton gets a few moves in, but Cruz just tosses him, hits that spin out power bomb, gets the win. And then MVP goes to raise his hand, but he yells at him. So Lashley comes out and attacks. And attacks. Is this going to be our next, uh, you know, a U.S. title? You know, U.S. title. Yeah, Lashley. You know, he came close to that WWE, but it seems like they're pulling back. So, uh, yeah, little U.S. title reign could do something for him. MVP had a great uh, promo in this one. Um, 
Cruz. Did La- call someone a thought again? I think so. That was great. <laughs> Cruz Lashley could be a good one, and we've been seeing a lot of this. You know, yeah, the set for the VIP lounge. Um, I picture like Vince was going through the warehouse where they keep all of the unused sets and previous props and stuff, and like he was doing some spring cleaning. You know, maybe they were downsizing or something, and he came across this VIP lounge set, and he just loves it. So, and that's may- that could possibly be why MVP has a job right now. <laughs> it could be, but uh, he is pretty good on the mic. He is. Um, but uh, we're winding down on Monday Night Raw screen time. I think it's about, uh, it was like 1040 at this point. Oh, you were watching in real time? Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I, just got, I was just kind of picturing how long like this. Calculations. Yeah, how You're long kidding. this last seg, uh, <laughs> how long this last seg was because it is a big return. Of yeah. um, a Raw stay main point at this point. Of course, Rey Mysterio came back uh, to Monday Night Raw after his gruesome eye gouge. Was that the most recent act of malice? Yeah, yeah, that happened. I don't know. It was probably about three weeks. That was the three, eye gouge? Three. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Um, Dominic Mysterio makes his way down to the ring also. Yeah. The family's here. They cut a promo on the. <laughs> The situation with Rollins and Dominic attacking him last week, and Dominic just says, hey man, this is what a family looks like, and this family wants a fight. So Rollins comes out, gives his rebuttal, his disciples come out, uh, but then Aleister Black and Umberto Carrillo come out to take him out, even the numbers. Uh, and then the gang, they get a hold of Seth Rollins, and they bring him over to the steel steps. They're ready to take out his eyeball, but Murphy, in theory, they save him before he loses that eye, and uh, he grabs Dominic. He's ready to gouge him. But then Carrillo chases him off with a chair. So, uh, you know, now Rollins just needs a fourth member. We can have an eight-man tag. We, and, that, and, that's, and that's how that's how easy it is. You just need an eight-man tag. Who's going to be the latest? Mis- Dominic's got to be in this match. Oh, it's got to be. Of course. Dominic's got to get the pin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The, no, this was fantastic. The only thing, the only thing I got to say, like, like I said, this is probably the hottest angle going on Raw right now. Um, Seth Rollins is certainly one of the top heels in the company. Uh, I'm a bit of I'm kind of getting disappointed recently in the use of Aleister Black, not in the sense that yeah. I mean he's on television, he's doing that black mass and everything, but essentially his entire aura is just kind of shot. He is no longer yeah. the creepy, smoky, speaking in uh, haiku <laughs> Aleister Black that he once was. He's now just sort of. Another guy who's there, yeah, just a bit player helping out the baby face in Paris. Not, not to say that he can't return to it, uh, but to, you know, I feel to to detach himself from the situation from the, his current booking will be a lot more difficult to get him back to where he was. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, he needs he needs something something big to chew on. Yeah, something big to yeah something big to chew on. I like that. He still hasn't had that big feud yet. He's had some good matches here and there with Murphy and things like that, but he still hasn't had that big breakout feud. Yes, he hasn't had his his one. I mean, I think when he certainly arrived yeah. on the main roster, him and Ricochet were just so over to begin with. Yeah, we, we didn't. Just, he didn't really have to do much, right? But he may be losing uh, some of the the more cash fans. Yeah, we just yeah we just want more bigger bigger better things for bigger Alistair Black. better things for Alistair Black and Sean Spears. Well, that was our Monday Night <laughs> Raw uh, show, Mike. I think it's about time we take a quick break. 
Yeah, take a little break. We're going to take a little break here on the show. We're going to come back with our Wednesday night wrestler of the week trivia. We got it all, so stick around. We're back on the second half of the Shoot Brothers, uh, Shoot Brothers podcast this week, which is great because the second half we get to talk about uh, uh, different stuff. Yeah, and if you kicked in the first half, you get to receive now. Hey, exactly, and if you and if you're starting in now, go back and watch the first half because yeah. uh, because contrary because there's a lot of other wrestling podcasts out there they'll do two parts or three parts even sometimes uh, where each part is just the exact same they've just copy pasted <laughs> the audio <laughs> to make yeah. to make the episode seem as though they're two times or three times longer but not the true brothers wrestling podcast we do have original content constantly in both oh, yeah. halves <laughs> excuse me yes in both halves. What better way? Excuse you, Mike. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yes. indeed. What better way to kick off the second Excuse half of the show? My Vicky Garrow impression. With the only way we know how to kick off the second half of the show, with which is with our trivia. Trivia. Woo. Trivia. Hey, hey, hey. It's hey, trivia. hey, hey. Mike, I got a bunch of little quick questions for you this week. Okay, uh, I've got four questions for you, but okay. How about I? Uh, how about I'll start? I'll give you. I'll kind of go two, 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 and that'll work out. Sure. Um. So, Mike, uh, this week we're testing. Uh, we're gonna test your knowledge. Not just we're always talking about AEW, WWE, NXT, uh, TNT, all these sorts of different acronyms. But, Mike, we're gonna go a little bit outside of everything. Uh, where we're gonna look at some wrestling promotion acronyms. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you the give you the letters associated, and you're going to tell me what they stand for. More okay. Often, more often than not, one of the letters is a giveaway. Uh, <laughs> the w. So, so Mike, I'll give you two here in this first little round. So, Mike, first you have NWA. That would be the National Wrestling Alliance. Alliance, yes, not the National yes. Wrestling Association. No, uh, which so you know it could be confused. I know with. better. You know, of course, you do know better. <laughs> well, we're starting off a little bit easier. I know, we will, I know, I know, we will I know. get admittedly a little more difficult. Uh, the second one you have up here is PWG. I'm gonna say Pro Wrestling Glory. Progress. That would be incorrect. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I fucked up. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> no. I bet it's on the tip of your tongue. You probably spoke a little too soon. The answer we're looking yeah. for, pro wrestling gorilla. Gorilla, yeah, glory. Why did I think gorilla? Who knows? All right. um, Anyways. Yeah. Who, who knows? But yeah, there you go, PWG. That's good to know. All right, my little game for you this week. Um, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do an impression of a celebrity who is impersonating a wrestler. Okay. <laughs> so you have to kind of know. So I'm being a celebrity who's doing phrases of a wrestler, and you have to name both, you know? Oh, I got to name both. Okay. So, okay. So, like, let's say I was pretending to be Freddie Mercury as Andre the Giant, that kind of thing, you know? Yes. Okay. I get it. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like a humdinger. It's, it's, hum if I it's don't like do humdingers. Well, yeah, it really is. If really I do is. best. Okay. All right. Here's the first celebrity pretending to be a <laughs> Sorry. Let me... Take, take all the time you need. Inhale. Okay. You're fired. You're fired. You've got no chance in hell. You're fired. 
Okay, <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, I'm gonna say uh, this was this was Arnold Schwarzenegger as Vince McMahon. You got it right. Got it right. <laughs> and we know the game now. We know that the was game. fun. That was fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Next two here for you, Mike. Uh, yep. Wrestling promotion acronyms. We are looking for FCW. That would be Florida Championship Wrestling. Florida Championship Wrestling. You got it. Yes. Uh, and then your fourth, your fourth acronym, AJPW. AJPW. Hmm. Let's say uh, All Star Japan Professional Wrestling. You know that was close. That was close. You did get three of. You did get the JPW. The actual uh, the answer answer we're looking for. All Japan Pro Wrestling. All Japan. Oh, okay, I added a. Star. All Japan Pro Wrestling. It's another promotion that's still going. Of course, all the big guys in New Japan have also they've they've done their stints in age in All Japan. I think it's just kind of two sides of the same coin, or, or two you know, different things over there. Yeah. All right. My next impression for you. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I really hope you're doing Sylvester Stallone doing Matt Riddle. That is exactly what <laughs> yes, I'm doing. Hey, bro. <laughs> because that's not, like, that far away from something Sylvester from Stallone. From A-Yo. Hey, yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah, not that's that why far I did it. That's away why. from his character. Uh, yeah. Hey, bro. I, I never, Ain't about how hard you can hit, bro. Yeah, I never realized. <laughs> I never realized the uh, the Brooklyn, the Italian Brooklyn, and California surfer boy accents uh, were so similar until <laughs> I heard together. them put together like that. Yeah, you know why not? <laughs> okay, Mike, your, right. your next two acronyms here. Mm -hmm. We've got OVW. That would be Ohio Valley Wrestling. Ohio Valley Wrestling. A lot of people, yeah. a lot of people wrestled down there in Ohio wrestling. Valley. If you're Jim Cornette, <laughs> if you are Jim Cornette, and I hope I, I hope I am one day. Um, your second acronym, Mike, is H O H. H O H. I know R O H. Um, H O H. This one, um, hmm. I don't know. Let's say Hounds of Honor. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. <laughs> uh, what we're looking for is House of Hardcore. Oh, okay. I Promotion started Tommy by Tommy Dreamer uh, in the yeah. in the California area. Essentially, what they they don't have like a home base like PWG does. They have a uh, just they go around. A territory. The, yeah, they go around, and sometimes it's a bar. Sometimes it's a bar here. It's a warehouse here. It's a yeah. They do their own thing. Cool. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, those were your two. Those were your two. So I got I got two yeah. more after your last impression. All right, my next celebrity. Just scrolling back here. <laughs> Yes, take your time to get into your character. I understand it's uh, it's difficult to <laughs> not not because you're, you're doing two impressions in um, one, which is uh, <laughs> you know it has to be twice as difficult as doing just one singular impression. Indeed. All right, here's my next one. Woo! 
<laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Woo! Uh, <laughs> who would do that? It's like, okay, so somebody's doing Ric Flair. Yeah. And <laughs> someone, high pitch. Someone Woo! who just screams. Like a singer. <laughs> a singer who can sing high. Uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that's you doing Freddie Mercury doing Ric Flair. You're close. I was close. But it's Michael Jackson doing Oh, Flair. shit. Yeah, I know. You are right. You are right. Instead of, ho, oh, he's doing, woo. <laughs> instead, or instead of, hee, hee. Yeah, just, woo, woo. Woo, woo. <laughs> just one long woo. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Freddie Mercury probably could have hit that high note. <laughs> I think Michael Jackson's a bit more. Hobo. He was the hee-hoo, <laughs> hoo He says ho. He ho! says ho. <laughs> ow! He, he says ow. He says who. He says hee-hee. He says ow when he grabs his crotch too hard. It, that would hurt. I know. I, yeah. I agree. Ow! Uh, but that also helps him hit the high note. Maybe that's what it is. It's as we uh, say, that's what kids around the playground would say. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's <laughs> tough. You know, the thing that helps is the thing that hurts. And uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, on to your. I have final. two final wrestling promotion acronyms here for you, Mike. Uh, first is WCPW. WCPW. I'm gonna say world class professional wrestling. And that's the thing. You're always going to get at least, like, you're always going to get the one. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> you're always going to get a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, you were so close, though. What we were looking for is actually what culture pro wrestling. Oh, uh, what culture? They have a little promotion down there in jolly old England. And yeah. uh, some big things have happened on that promotion, too. Uh, I've Sam seen, yeah, I've seen some highlights Zach here Saber, A couple big names. Zack yeah. Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, Sammy Callahan. Like, people who are people have, uh, you know, are in the odd match here and there. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, good for that. And your final, your <laughs> final uh, acronym here is MLW. MLW, uh, is it just Major League Wrestling? <laughs> Major League Wrestling, baby, you got it. <laughs> you got it. You got that one there at the end there. MLW, right. same thing. Like I feel like Austin Aries has been a multiple time MLW champion. You know, there's uh, there's yeah. Tons of other of guys who come in and out of there. Of course, there's a lot of wrestling <clears throat> out there. If you uh, if you like wrestling as much as we do, yes. Okay, my final Your final impression 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 squared. This one's very hard for me to do. Oh God. Okay. It's <laughs> well, I mean, it's emotional. Both uh, uh, everything, the character, the voice, it hurts my throat. Uh, but okay, hopefully, I'll, I can do it good. Yeah, I'll try to. I'll try to answer it quickly then. Yes, but let me do the full quote. Of course. It's a bit of dialogue here. Oh, shit. Dialogue. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> That's just how we open the throat. Okay. Right, 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 right. Here we go. <clears throat> I am going to eviscerate you. Let me start over. <laughs> I can't hear it. Oh, come on. I am going to eviscerate you and put you into a box six feet underground. And when the worms are done feasting on your rotting brain, 
I want you to rest in peace. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got I to gotta say, I got to say, you put it out there. And... <laughs> It's killing me because I feel I, I I feel like the wrestling portion is what I'm not comfortable with. This sounds very Undertakery, um, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe it was some, maybe AJ said it to Taker before the Boneyard match. Maybe Boneyard said it to Taker. Don't think that's hard about it. Yeah, maybe it was someone about you know, that part of someone it. around there. But was that okay? I, I'm sticking sticking with my Taker theory. Was that Al Pacino doing the Undertaker? That is exactly. Yes! What I was. Oh my God, Mike, that was incredible. <laughs> I thought I don't know. I couldn't tell if I was doing good or bad. That was Pacino. incredible. No, as soon as <laughs> you you got like a sentence in, and I I I was pretty sure you were doing an Al Pacino impression. Okay. Uh, God damn! How <laughs> you add the add those to the list? How long is this impressions list of yours? I'm sure it's ever growing. I don't know. Well, this is a game that we can revisit one day. We'll see if I think of more fun things. But I'm glad you got that last one. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. <laughs> another great, another another great week of trivia. Really enjoyed that one. Yes, good fun. Good fun as always. Good fun. Good fun as always. And hope you folks at home liked that one too, because the trivia, the fun and games are done. Trivia is <laughs> in the rear view, and we're ready. Well, we're ready. We are. <laughs> we are ready. Uh, for the Wednesday Night War, and what better way to kick off the Wednesday Night War than um, uh, something that's probably going to headline with a triple threat match. That's right, we're talking NXT. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT, watch and see, gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three, so. Baby, we all know what's happening. We got it built up to us last week. We are getting a triple threat match for the North American Championship between Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano, Finn Balor. The winner of that match will face Adam Cole, baby, next week for the first, for both titles. Winner take all, the yeah. The old, the old winner take all match. So of course, we uh, we are going to be getting that at the end of the show. Um, but uh, um, the show kicks off this week with uh, Damian Priest finding himself in a less than savory situation. Well, he's uh, he's in the hell zone. He of is the world. It, he's one of the rings of Dante's Inferno. I'm sure it's <laughs> probably at the very very end, the shittiest one, uh, the Performance Center parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we just see footage. Cameron Grimes is just fleeing the scene after uh, Damian Priest has had a car door smashed onto his torso multiple times. Yikes. So uh, unfortunately for him, he's got a match right now because uh, Grimey's taking on Priest. So uh, yeah, Slimy Grimey cuts a promo beforehand just saying, ah, he ain't going to make it. But he does. Priest comes out limping. He's got his ribs all taped up. Uh you know, he tries to put up a good fight, hits a couple big moves, but uh, those injured ribs hold him back, and Grimes hits the cave in, gets the win. This was a weird move, be, you know, the, uh, the 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 valiant return. It's like, it's like a baby face. Uh, it's a baby face move, and at his best, uh, Priest has been a, a tweener, like at, at his absolute Facist, yeah. yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, I guess if you have to, you know, if you have to turn someone sometime, why not just, uh, you know, slowly give us a reason to like someone? Yeah, you know, I mean, it was only a few short weeks ago that he was 
attacking people behind backstage himself. So, so weird, you know, and then he finally gets a taste of his own medicine and he's like, I know what this is like. Yeah, he's like, damn, yeah. I'm going to fight. Got to change my ways. I'm going to fight for the little guy. He's going to become a real priest gimmick. Oh, that'd be fun. Like no, because hat. we already have a messiah on the other show. We can't have a messiah yeah. and a priest. That would be too much. Reli- <laughs> that'd be too much religion. This is a sh- this is television. We can't. Do I that. guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go to Robert Stone, who's still trying to recruit Rhea Ripley. So once again, she just punches him in the belly, throws him in a dumpster, and then his new client Aaliyah comes up, and she's all mad. So she slaps Rhea, and Ripley just challenges her to a match for later. So we'll get that. We'll get that later. Well, exactly at the time when she said she would challenge her for it. <laughs> and then Santos Escobar comes out to take on Jake Atlas. And we just got a good little cruiserweight match. Escobar hits the Phantom Driver, gets the win. Continues to look good. It's nice to see uh, the cruiserweight division getting their weekly shot, too, of course. I mean, it has been a few weeks, but uh, we're, they're not being forgotten. No, that's good. Yeah, that title. Looks better now that it's all black and shit, too. Looks better now, and now they, it seems like the division has a direction. Certainly having it, it's having it, having the 205 Live television show, um, you know, was daunting, was a daunting task. You just throw it on with the rest of the show and calling it, you know, bring it back to that cruiserweight title. We're not using the words 205 Live anymore. Uh, no, you know. No, it's in a proper place, NXT. It's the perfect spot for it. Very much uh, so. And then we get more therapy sessions for Roderick Strong with the rest of Undisputed Era. Uh, they want him to conquer his fears, get in the trunk. So uh, this time he finally gets in <laughs> and they close it on him. And uh, yeah, he gets out. He's all pumped and like, all right, now all, all you have to do now is face Dexter Loomis tonight. And uh, I don't know if this was this one or the week before, but Kyle O'Reilly in his like tweed, tweed <laughs> his jacket, beard. his beard, yeah. he's got the glasses. He looks like a different man nose. almost. Um, I think Roddy didn't recognize him. He didn't even realize it was He Kyle. didn't even realize he was being, uh, th- he was in a therapy session with his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Until, um, which is great. It's great to see Kyle O'Reilly back. Fantastic at these comedy spots. The four of these guys. I can't think of somebody who's at, you know, what, what what do I like? Where do I like them more, in the ring or out of the ring? I can't. <laughs> you know, they're so, so close. They've got that vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to Caden Carter teaming up with Casey Catanzaro to take on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And, uh, yeah, this new team of Casey and Caden, they look good. We're two weeks, we're two weeks in a row now. Yeah, they're yeah. Yeah, super athletic, uh, but uh, neither of them have the size of Raquel who just catches Casey like she's nothing. She's fucking just holding her up with one arm in a powerbomb position and while she's holding her big boots, Caden Carter, and then just slams Kat and Zara down with the one hand. Very impressive. Raquel. Uh, But then she tags in Dakota to finish the job and she applies her little wing clipper submission. Still don't think they've named it, but that gets them the win. And but I think the real uh yeah, I think the Catanzaro Caden Carter thing was the uh, best part about this match. Uh, yeah, I like it. And a good, you know, they have a good little team together, build some momentum and who knows, take some kind of open title opportunity uh for tag belts. You know, I feel like yeah, I feel like this know. is how you do it. The, the the tag belts have been on NXT recently, so why not keep uh keep it coming? Yeah, so that's sure. Why not? And then Carrie and Cross takes on Bronson Reed. Uh, big bad Bronson. He gets a couple moves in, but then Cross just turns it around, slams this big guy all around the ring like it's nothing, and then locks in his sleeper hold to get the tap out victory. 
Yeah, Karrion Cross is wild. He's like you. He's the weirdest. You don't think he's a big guy until you see him with other big guys. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's, yeah. And I have no reason to not think this guy's an absolute monster. But you yeah. don't think he's a monster until you see him beside a guy like Bronson Reed. I mean, I'm sure this is someone who would probably stand toe for toe with Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit! And you and on a sh- you're you're the biggest guy on this show, and it's not even close. The only thing I I don't like is his scowl. The uh er, face. Yeah, his gritting teeth. Like you know, it's it's, it's kind of uh, like a, and it looks like a pit bull smile. You know where they're kind of like the underbite comes out a little bit. Yeah. Like Dexter Loomis when he just stares off, it looks real. It's oh, intimidating. Looks, I I think I think <laughs> Dexter Loomis recently serial murdered someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but then we get that match we were promised earlier. Rhea Ripley is taking on Aaliyah. And Ripley just dominates early on. Robert Stone was sober this week, so no puke spot to help. Oh, uh, oh, too bad. (laughs) But instead, he jumps up on the apron and throws his bloody shoe at Ripley. And everyone just kind of stops and is like, what the fuck? So she gets out of the ring, chases him around. Uh, He escapes. Aaliyah tries to roll up Rhea, but she just avoids, hits the riptide, gets the win. Yeah, this is a weird one. Rhea Ripley is already one of the top women in the company. Getting a win over somebody with no momentum uh, yeah, doesn't Leah do much for finally got her first win last week. and then now Exactly. Now we're done, right? <laughs> uh, and, and Rhea Ripley needs to be hovering around Io Shirai right now, not dealing with... Yeah, who we didn't see at all this week. Who we didn't see at all this After week. After winning that title. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you got to... Yeah, take some time off to make it all make it all fit in, make all these make it all work. Tell that to Cody. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. Uh, Up next, though, we get Dexter Loomis taking on Roderick Strong. But uh, right off the bell, Roddy just leaves the ring and he tells Bobby, I'm not ready. I'm not doing this. So Dexter just goes out, chases Roddy around. And Roddy's so scared, he runs right into the plexiglass like a confused cat jumping into a window. And then he scampers off up the ramp into the back. So Dexter just wins by count out. Um, did you notice, and maybe this was just me, uh, during this entire thing of Roderick Strong, you know, scared to go in, should I go, should I not, he's doing his whole internal battle, Dexter Loomis didn't move. Oh yeah, he's perfect. He did, he just (laughs) stayed stoic and unflinching, like, like the, uh, like a, like a tableau, like he's having his (laughs) painting, uh, like he was having his portrait painted and he wasn't supposed to move. This guy scares the shit out of me (laughs) and I'm not, and I'm watching him on TV. I know there's no chance that he will be (laughs) within a hundred kilometers of where I am. Uh, and I'm terrified that he's going to break down my door. My, my roommate Matt's going away for the weekend. I'm very vulnerable (laughs) right now. Uh, I might die. Dexter Loomis may murder me before the next show. Well, uh, next week there's going to be nowhere for Roddy to run because we're going to get a rematch next week in NXT's first ever strap match. Where they're going to be strapped together. The strap match, um, which I didn't see yeah. my first strap match until it was Bray. Wasn't it Brian, Daniel Bryan and someone? And or? Bray. What? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, was it that? Was it Bray? I think it was Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, we'll get that. Uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. A, a cool <laughs> step that we don't see too often, right? Uh forces both performers to make different decisions than they would in a traditional in a traditional wrestling match. Yes. But let's go to the main event, 
We get that triple threat North American title match. Keith Lee defending against Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. And uh, early on, the, the, yeah, the two smaller heels just trying to team up on Lee. But he tosses them around for a while. The little guys fight back. Everyone's they're doing all their flying around, topes, all that fun stuff. Topes, so I say that. Eventually, Finn Balor he goes to hit Johnny with a 1916 to the floor, but then Keith Lee just pounces them both into oblivion. And then, uh, yeah, back in the ring, uh, Lee gives Gargano a buckle bomb right into Finn. So I guess it's not fully banned. Well, maybe. Well, again, we're not entirely sure that Vince watches NXT. So we're not sure <laughs> what some of the rules are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then he hoists him up. Uh, he hits the Big Bang catastrophe, goes for the cover. But then Finn Balor comes jumping in with the coup de gras. But Lee scouts it. He jumps out of the way, avoids it. So Finn lands on Johnny. And then Keith Lee hits Balor with the Big Bang catastrophe and gets the win to retain his title and go on to face Adam Cole Bay -bay. in the winner take all. <laughs> bay Bay champ champ we'll see oh well you That'll can't you, you can't say adam cole bay bay without saying bay bay <laughs> i mean i'm pretty sure that's how it works you know with most of the time when this match happens uh you throw other players you know you have the two the two smaller quicker guys with similar styles and the one larger dude you know the powerhouse is often at a disadvantage when it comes to this but keith lee fits so naturally with any of these guys on this nxt roster because he, he's too quick yeah, he can do all the same shit they can. He can do this all the same shit that anybody uh, in the ring can do. Um, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. Have we seen that one before? Uh, uh probably not because they're. I yeah. don't think so, and that 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 uh that got me that got me pretty excited for potentially seeing that. Uh, I would have loved to see this on a pay per view with no commercial breaks. I think this could have been a match. Of the, I think this this was fun enough to be a match of the year. Yeah, it was a great match, but yeah, we didn't get to see we had two, uh, we had, all of it. We had really. two commercial breaks in the middle there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, as I was watching the thing, I was like, oh, there's only 15 minutes left. They're just starting the match, but I guess we like, missed half like, of it. Like, Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, still good overall. Good episode of NXT. Of course, a great episode of NXT setting up the Keith Lee, Adam Cole uh, winner takes all, champ champ belt belt. Uh, yeah, to rival fighter fest. To rival fighter fest. Uh, next Wednesday. I think they even renamed it the Great American Bash. They did, the of course. They did, so, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. So it'll be a nice special the next two Wednesdays. It'll be a great. Uh, it'll be a great way to spend your Canada Day, Mike. <laughs> exactly. There you go. But that's only half of the Wednesday Night War. You're so let's go to the other half. Of course, maybe, we're maybe talking. not the better half. The other half—it's equal split. Here. Yeah, we're not saying the better half. We're saying this is a 50-50 split. Although the Nielsen ratings may differ, and who the yeah. hell knows how those work? <laughs> uh, uh, we're jumping over to TNT for some AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite—they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Where we're kicking off straight away. We're kicking off with a lumberjack match between Luchasaurus an actual and Wardlow. An actual lumberjack match. I'm not sure if I'm sure you noticed this like right away. Um Chucky e. T wearing a flannel with no sleeves and a toque. Uh Chucky e. T <laughs> and Trent uh wearing their lumberjack attire. There was also a guy on the heel side wearing just like a your your traditional red flannel. <laughs> but I've never seen the I've never seen the performers uh, act as Put though they that. are lumberjacks, and that was a uh, that was a thumbs up from me. 
There you go. Yeah, the first ever Lumberjack match in AEW. We got uh, Wardlow taking on Luchasaurus. And uh, yeah, good match back and forth. Eventually they fight up to the top of the stage. And then uh, Brandon Cutler tries to get involved. Wardlow tosses him off the stage. And then Marco Stunt goes after him. And he just gets picked up, tossed to the heavens off the stage into the crowd. They uh, just threw him. <laughs> yeah, just pew. That must be. They, I, I watched that and I thought that might look so fun. As to the have kids say, an incredibly strong person just kind of throw you <laughs> to safety. Yeah, uh, as the kids say, I think he yeeted him off that. <laughs> yeah, that's what, the, that's what the kids are saying. That's Mike. what the kids say. Yeah. Uh, but then Luchasaurus round kicks him off the stage. Everyone's falling, so Lucha says, fuck it, and hits a shooting star press off the stage onto the group. Uh, Very and then back in the ring, Luchasaurus just hits this great combo, hits a choke slam, goes for the pin, but MJF distracts the ref. Wardlow gets up kicks Lucha in the balls, and then hits his F10 to get the win. And then everybody brawls after. Everybody brawls after, after a big win. Big win, yeah. Uh, Wardlow, there you go. Yeah. His hair always looks funny partway through the match. It starts getting all crazy. Yeah, because it's normally, like, like gelled so slicked back, and, <laughs> and then eventually it de-slicks itself. Yeah, he looks like a rooster. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get uh, Hikaru Shida taking on Red Velvet. Uh, just a quick, easy win here. Sheeta hits a running knee. Falcon Arrow, boom. And then after her and Penelope are going at it in the crowd, I think someone gets slapped. I think uh, <laughs> uh, Penelope gets slapped. Yeah. I All right. Or there may be a kendo stick point. I don't know. Either <laughs> way, I'm looking forward to Penelope versus Sheeta. Yeah, that's going to be our women's championship match at Fighter Fest. Yeah, next week. Uh, and then we get Cody and his whole crew. They hold like a press conference, UFC style, just kind of fielding questions and then Hager and his woman show up and she splashes Cody with water. And that was about that was it. That was about <laughs> it. This uh, this was oddly less effective than I felt it, it for your big go home title. Yeah, I don't know. Um yeah. of course, like Cody's going to put on a great match because he always does when he's in the spotlight, right? So Cody and Hager is going to be just fine. Yeah. Um but yeah, I felt like this whole the whole press conference thing well, it just didn't land for whatever reason. Yeah, it didn't do much. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. Can't. Dustin was very pissed about that water. Though. He was. Like, Get he her was. off the stage! It was just water. And also, <laughs> maybe, water. maybe it's because, no, you know, when you are watching a, a UFC or a boxing uh, press conference, they never end with water being thrown on somebody. So maybe that uh, there was a little element there <laughs> of being like, oh, that was silly. Why would... Well, I remember Conor McGregor chucking bottles into the crowd a couple that's, times. That's bo <laughs> not, not like a little glass of water. Like A full bottle. A full bottle. That could hurt. <laughs> that, but, could, that could uh, hurt. That could hurt. But we continue on with the cinematic story of Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. They're just cruising through the city. Uh, Joey goes into a gas station to get some snacks. But then outside, Sonny is attacked by a group of men. Uh, and then Janela comes out, and the two of them just whoop some ass and drive off together. That was pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, why not? Uh, filler. It's going fill, to fill the <laughs> airways. And I guess they were driving to Daly's place because we get a match. We get Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss taking on Colt Cabana and Mr. Brody Lee. Um, and yeah, Sonny, we haven't seen them. This is actually his first match on Dynamite. So looks good out of the gate. Oh, really? He's just been on Dark this whole time, I presume? Yeah, and I think he was on like the first couple pay-per-views, but oh, yeah, cool. I haven't seen him. Uh, but anyways, Brody Lee distracts the ref, and then Silver and Reynolds attack Sonny from behind. Uh, Janela misses a big suicide dive, crashes hard, and then Brody Lee just follows up with a discus lariat. 
But then he lets Colt Cabana get the pinfall for the team. So Colt, he's still kind of hesitant, but he's happy about the win as he's uh, yeah inching his way closer to the Dark Order. And as the Dark Order is inching towards their first uh, big uh, recruitment. Yeah, full recruit. I think um, I think Colt Cabana, we could consider a big enough full He's recruit. a big enough name, yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Then um, I think after all this, Lance Archer comes out and attacks Sonny Kiss. We haven't really seen much of Archer in a Yeah, while. we haven't seen him since uh, Double or Nothing. Lance Archer yeah, comes out there. Yeah, took a little bit of a momentum out Jake of Jake the Snake has to hold him back at a certain point. You know, um, yeah. He's coming after and he gives he, yeah, he gives just you know, another move I think, to uh, uh, Joey Janela. Yeah, seems like Brian Cage kind of took Lance Archer's spot a little bit with being the next big guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 wonder, what, I wonder what the plan was there. Uh, who knows? Because they are the two kind of biggest, most dangerous dudes right now on yeah. that roster. Wardlow, Lochasaurus are kind of maybe those the the the, the slight tier under them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to some tag team action. SCU taking on FTR, and uh, yeah, just some good old tag team stuff here. Um, eventually, FTR they hit the Shatter Machine, which they now call the Goodnight Express, and that gets them the win. The Goodnight uh, Express. Okay. Yeah, and then Butcher and the Blade show up. Uh, they're in a truck. FT, uh, yeah, they challenge FTR and the Bucks to an eight-man tag, and then this is where uh, Ray Phoenix and returning Pentagon Junior show up in the ring. So it's nice to have the Lucha Bros back. Oh, uh, it's they a, all. It's amazing, yeah. incredible to have these guys back. Yeah, well, Phoenix has been around a bit, but yes. uh, yeah, Pentagon, he's been months out of action. So uh, looks like we got an eight-man tag match for Fighter Fest. An eight-man tag match for Fighter Fest. We have uh, Butcher and the Blade rolled up in FTR's truck from the other day. You know that's why probably they yeah. were all yeah, that's what it was. Pissed that off. It was off. fantastic to hear them talk. I've never heard uh, the Blade talk. Yeah, I was a bit surprised. I'm like, oh, that's what he sounds like. Oh, like. that's what he sounds like. And <laughs> then the he did something so simple while referring to the butcher. He just called him Butch, and I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, you of course you yeah. wouldn't call someone the butcher. You would just say, hey Butch. Yeah. I really like broke a lot of uh, a lot of different like you know walls down. That I it's just like the most character development they've had. Exactly. I was like, why? And then now they're wearing white. I'm like, oh my god, I love this. I mean, I already, I already love Andy Williams. I have no problem with him. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? Uh, yeah, this is fun. This was funny. Another just great technical tag match that I could, I couldn't really recount. But you're watching it, and you're just like, damn, that's that's slick. It's almost like great tag wrestling. You don't notice their tag wrestling. Yeah, that's what FTR is all about. They they don't do fancy flips and shit. They just wrestle all good all. Well, what was their uh, what was their tagline? No flips, just fists. Right, that's what it was. That's what <laughs> yeah. it was. And, uh, and they stick to it. So the thought of all of these different tag styles coming into the ring at the same time at Fighter Fest, it just has bar. This just has barn burner written all over it. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. So what's the uh, what's the group? So we have Blade and Butch against... Uh, Blade, Butch, and Lucha Bros versus FTR and the Young Bucks. Yeah, that's going to be sick. Oh, yeah. That's going to be insane. Hell to the yeah. I really, I really, can't, I really, I really can't wait for that one. Do we know if that's week one or week two of Fighter Fest? Uh, the full card is announced, but I, I off the top of my head. I oh, okay. Okay. No, that's great. Uh, but anyways, we move on to Brian Cage... Taking on Joe Cruz. Uh, of course, just a quick, easy squash match. Cruz tossed around, gets the drill claw. 
and loses. The drill claw, which, by the way, is fucking devastating. Oh, it's oh it's my in contention God. for finisher of the year. <laughs> this is hotly right becoming, uh, Mike, <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. There was this segment, and I don't know if it was before or after, maybe it was kind of during this, um, where Taz was breaking down what makes Brian Cage so dangerous. And he yeah. was kind of talking about his power and sort of clip-clip package. And the way that they took this one drill claw... And like he kind of like froze it, and then you know they they made it look all like it's sports <laughs> and shit like that. The science breakdown. Yeah. I was like, God damn it, this thing is devastating. Uh, I just I also love it when the big the big brick shit house heel guy, like he's doing power bombs, but he's not going down. Like the way Kevin Nash used to do it, just like I'm yeah. just gonna fucking throw just you. Big all yeah, looks like <laughs> more painful. That's who I am. Um, yeah. Yeah, incredible. You know, uh, between the, between the build of Brian Cage and the build of uh, Lance Archer, AEW is kind of two for two on their last uh, bringing somebody up. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah. When they've brought someone in, they they usually have at least a feud or uh, an idea uh, for them. Uh, uh, it, it seems as though these last few guys who have come in, uh, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, even Matt Hardy, were bringing you in with a plan. Yeah. Yeah, even, uh, or what's his name, last week debuted. He got in that TNT title match right away. And even uh, someone made comment to that uh, also in this week's show. Just talking about how like nice of a guy Cody is. I think it was Arn. <laughs> it must have been Arn saying it then. Yeah, yeah, good coach. Yeah, good coach. Yeah. Did we have, was there like a coach's corner segment? Or I guess that was during the, uh, the UFC thing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That, there, there should have been. No, we do need to Coach's have. Corner. Yeah, we, we do need, need to Coach's have. Corner. Bring it down. We'll bring it down to Arn and the. Or like, <laughs> you need like the John Madden who's circling yeah. the shit on the. Just someone who's got their yeah. Who's got the someone knowledge? Someone in a booth somewhere. Someone in a booth, fucking somewhere. Uh, but speaking of booth, uh, the lovely Doctor Britt Baker has kind of added some of those plexiglass walls to her. Well, of course, her, her uh, you know, as she is, um, you know, uh, she's got she's got a target on her back. There are too many women in this division just looking to take conspirators a out of all the, after her. out of the role model. Yeah, they all want a- to be her. They all wish the uh, they were as talented as her. They wish she got, got as much attention as she does. Uh, so she's uh, she's got a target on her back. Yeah, so uh, she's in her golf cart. She's sliding notes up to Tony again, and then uh, this is when Big Swole shows up and. Uh, she just grabs a garbage can, pours it right into Brit's enclosure. She's covered in trash. And then Reba tries to chase her off with a leaf blower. The way she just yells, Reba! <laughs> yeah, Reba! She's just it. squawking away. Also, uh, yeah, this was great. Pour all the trash on her. The trash also fell just it fell on her in a perfect way, too. It splashed yeah, her it, drink. Yeah. It got, like, good. in oh, yeah, the she drink, had a, she had an, too. She had an apple teeny. <laughs> <laughs> she was sipping on all night. Uh, yeah, fun segment. Well, uh, Britt Baker, she's still, she's more relevant than a lot of people who are wrestling every week. Ser- uh, mo- more relevant than a lot of people on in you know, on, on TV right now. Yeah, and she's just doing her thing. And even Reba by association. Reba by sick. association is crushing it right now. <laughs> exactly. We don't that even leaf floor at the end was hilarious. We don't even Where's know. That, if why she, was that even there? We don't even know if she can wrestle. I don't even know if her name's Reba. Well, her, she might just be like the accountant for AEW, and they're like, shit, <laughs> we need someone to throw into this bit really quickly, and she just happened to be there. We know nothing <laughs> about this woman, but she uh, is on our TV every single week uh which really leads me to believe remember that woman that uh brandy Rhodes shaved her head yeah Mel- what happened to that that woman gave her hair for AEW. <laughs> yeah. we haven't seen her and since 
few weeks later, yeah. A few they, weeks later. They broke up the nightmare. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she's sitting at home waiting for her hair to grow back so she can come so back. So she can come back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mel. We thought you were great. Uh, how about you come back when your hair is back to below your shoulders, where it was before? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we get, uh, we were supposed to get Stammy Guevara versus Broken Matt Hardy, but uh, Santana stepping in. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm just loving how each week Matt just coming out as a different version of himself. He's he's like the McFoley as well. He's got all these different. I mean, he's got all up. these characters. Might as well keep <laughs> using them. Yeah, so he's fighting Santana. Ortiz is on the outside, causing trouble and distracting the ref. Um, Santana hits this really cool running Michinoku driver at one point. Goes for the pin, but Hardy reverses it into his own little pin and holds on for the three count. And then after the match, they just beat down Hardy until Private Party come out to make the save. They're, they're buddies now. They're buddies. Hardy and, Hardy and Party. Ha- the Hardy Party. Or is mm-hmm. it Party Hardy? We're not too sure. Party Hardy, yeah, it probably works better. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're buddies, so they come out and help them. Which is great. Uh, you know, like we were saying with AJ on the other show, right? It is these veterans roles are part of their responsibility surely have to be to put over these younger talents private party uh almost gets lost in this aew tag division because it's the aew tag division right it's the best on the fucking planet it's easy to get it's easy to get lost in the weeds but certainly matt hardy is here to say no guys you you you're talented you know what you're doing yeah, they uh, yeah when aew debuted they came out strong during that tag title tournament and then they kind of disappeared the winter they hibernated and now they're back and now they're back see and uh we can kind of flow in and out of these things and everybody everybody just gets some screen time we also did get a uh this was earlier on in the show but i do need to recount our weekly sean spears watch uh where we did see that um from an episode of dark he got a win but uh, he's wearing this glove now. He's still doing his glove thing. But during his uh, um, win on Dark, when the ref was attending to the other wrestler in the ring, Tully Blanchard slipped him like this little, it looked like a little metal sheet. Yeah, a little metal plate. little thing. metal plate or something that Sean Spears put in his palm and just kind of like slapped him up the outside the fucking forehead. Uh, and then he hands it back to him. So Sean Spears is doing a lot of dirty stuff down there on, uh, on, on AEW Dark. Yeah, I like that now they're showing some things from Dark mm-hmm. each week, or kind of saying some results, like in the corner, like Sunny kissed the people. Yeah, the little uh, the little ticker, and I guess I mean it makes sense. They have this other show to work with. If you're building mm-hmm. someone on the other show, if you're trying to build their momentum, then sure, throw them on cable. You have time yeah. to fucking kill. We're all trying to kill time right now. I certainly <laughs> think out of uh, between out of the four. Um, out of these four brands, which are all handling things, you know, slightly differently from one another, I would have to, I will have to say AEW is doing the better outside of the ring job than, uh, some of the other, some of the other promotions. I'm more intrigued by the, or I'm finding more entertainment in the non-wrestling on AEW than I am on, let's say, SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yes, uh, and, and again, every, and each show is doing their own different thing, and so, some shit's working, some shit's not working, you know? But uh, the way AEW is presenting their product for me right now is just fucking, no. Muy bella. Muy bella. <laughs> well, on that note, let's talk about the final segment, because we've got a heated face-to-face confrontation between heated. Orange Cassidy. Heated. Yes. Chris Jericho, Orange Cassidy, leading into their Fighter Fest bout. Uh, Jericho just says, you know, 
Orange Cassidy, you're like the chicken that crosses the road joke of wrestling. Kind of funny, but quickly lame and annoying. And he just starts tearing into him. Uh, but then he applauds him. He says, you know what, though? You did get over on your own for being yourself. People love you. But that's just because you're like them, a lazy slacker. And if you try to do those stupid shin kicks on me, I'll knock your teeth down your throat. So then Orange Cassidy just grabs the mic from him. But then he just puts it down on the ground and he does those shin kicks. Puts his hands in his pockets and just disrespects Jericho mm-hmm. to his face. I love it. So Jericho's pissed off. He just goes and grabs Orange Cassidy's glasses, breaks them in his hands. And that's the breaking point. As Cassidy then just tackles Jericho, they start brawling up and down, all around, outside of the ring, up into the stands. Uh, at one point, Jericho pulls down the camera crane, nails Orange Cassidy with that. And then he gets cut open near his ear. I don't know, his ear was bleeding. He was bleeding it, all over it, the Yeah, place. it was bleeding because last time he was bleeding, we're like, eek, he's bleeding. And he's bleeding again yeah. this time. And it this looked, time it was even more, yeah. It looks great know, it was... with the, the, the very, very light, fair-colored hair. Yeah, and his white t-shirt It looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so he's looking like a badass. He's bleeding all over the place, but he gets up and he hits his big running Superman forearm onto Chris Jericho, which sends him flying backwards, falls through a table, and Orange Cassidy just stands tall, pulls on another pair of sunglasses. He's bleeding. He looks like a badass, puts a thumbs up, and that ends the show. And that ends the show. Dynamite, AW Dynamite this week took the simplest, like, math formula to make this work. Take, like, <laughs> the hottest act in the company, plus your most recognizable star, plus let them beat each other up in a closing segment to a go-home show, equals... Holy shit. <laughs> equals fun. Equals everything that you could want. Orange Cassidy without saying a single word. Yeah. Just looks like a badass. Built up this built up this whole match. The first time he actually does speak on the microphone is gonna be a landmarked <laughs> moment. <laughs> it's gonna have to be something that, you know, like a national holiday that the Shoot Brothers uh celebrate every single year. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think this might be the match I'm most looking forward to at Fighter Fest. It could be. This could be. Uh, you know, if Moxley can't compete, this could main event your second night. And that's the thing, you know, and when we uh, Jericho is yet to lose, so there's always going to be that intriguing element to this. Jericho mostly has long matches. Neither one of these guys are going to be squashed in the way that, let's say, Pineapple Pete <laughs> was, uh, you know, was taken out pretty quickly. Uh, this is going to be this. Th- hopefully, hopefully, we can just live up to everything we've accomplished in this feud. Yeah, very much looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to Firefest, which will be next week. Because, folks, that was all the time we have for this week's show. Yeah, um, that's everything. That's everything. Well, it's not quite everything, Mike, because, of course, we do have our final segment, which is the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Uh, go home shows all over the place. We had a fantastic match on our North American Championship uh, um, match on NXT. But Mike, I'm hopping on the other side of Wednesday for my wrestler of the week. Someone who I've been meaning to give the wrestler of the week for uh, the past couple weeks, and we've seen some particularly awe-inspiring performances: Drake Maverick, Io Shirai, of course, the greatest wrestling match ever. But somebody's been f- 
fill in the time on television, but doing a fantastic job at it, and maybe not getting the respect that she deserves. Um, I got to give this week's wrestler of the week to Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She's been killing it. She's been crushing it despite being injured, as far as we know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's more relevant now than ever. She's doing these great things. Her and Tony have a fantastic chemistry. Um, uh, Britt Baker, lo- well, long overdue. You are this week's. You are my wrestler of the week. Very well deserved. Yes, Dr. Britt Baker. Um, yeah, me, similar similar role as someone that I've been wanting to give it to these past couple weeks, but they just didn't quite get there. Uh, but she's been, I've been loving the role she's been on. She's the boss, Sasha Banks. She's killing it on every show right now. SmackDown, Raw, NXT, doesn't matter where she goes. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter where she goes. Uh, she's hot. It's great to see, so it's great to see so many of these people or so many of these performers be or be entertaining be, have us have us want to watch them week after week after week after week but um, you know between Britt Baker and Big Swole last week and then the week before with her fucking wheelchair training montage <laughs> uh Sasha Bank going wants to be a champ champ uh these are just great things that are happening all throughout um all of these major promotions yeah and there's our wrestlers of the week. And that was all the time we have for the show this week to Mike. Thanks for listening, all you folks. Remember to rate, review, like, subscribe to the podcast because we are everywhere, in case you didn't know. Um, we're going to shift around our show schedule next week, Mike. I'm yeah. going uh, up north cottaging with some friends. Uh, and I'm terrified because I've never been that far north. Uh, we're going like way up. It's like a six hour drive from where six we are. I've yeah. never, I've never been that far north. So, uh, I don't know what life's going to be like, but I'm very. Watch out for the grizzlies. That's what I'm thinking. Well, we're not going camping. It is a cottage. Uh, I am, however. They still wander. Huh? You know, they can still wander on. Oh, property. certainly. I am very much, however, looking forward to falling asleep with an open window and not hearing, uh, pretty much like the sound of sirens going up and down Bathurst every morning. There are way more sirens in the city this summer than there have been uh, well, you, uh, in previous summers. Well, uh, last year at my cottage, which is like three hours away, mm-hmm. uh, you'd think you would get that peaceful sleep, but I opened my window and there was like a family breaking apart next door at three in the morning. Oh, really? This really? drunken girl was just like, you're not my father! He died ten years ago! You'll never be my father! And was, <laughs> oh my god! And then like the next two hours, people were like trying to talk this girl down and bring her inside, and she was just tearing apart the family. <laughs> and I was just sitting by the window, smoking a bong, listening. <laughs> just like listening in like, oh, wow. And then the next day, I'm like, did anyone else hear that? My brother's like, yeah, what the fuck? What the, yeah, oh my god. Like, of course, because was, <laughs> you hear you hear like arguing across the whole lake when you're out there <laughs> and also it's something that you want to listen to it's it's the wa- it's, it's the yeah. watching a car wreck you can't look away um yeah. you just want to hear what they're saying especially with such level of arguing that's so far beyond anything i've ever experienced with my family <laughs> uh we're not yeah. we're not the yelling type we're the loving type oh yeah this was a burning bridges and everything around oh my god i hope i get to hear some <laughs> of that i hope there's a cottage directly beside us that just fucking this white trash people just blow that's up that's the thing you're in the cottage you're drinking all day you're in the hot sun <laughs> yeah know? it's very very much so plausible it's uh it can happen anyone really yeah well but, th- uh, no we we wish you well in your your trip 
Thank you very much. We may, we folks, we may squeeze in a show before I uh, leave, recounting the SmackDown Raw. We might not. We'll probably we'll we're see. we're gonna yeah. figure out what we're doing. But of course, uh, stay tuned because you're not going to want to miss Fighter Fest, which is going to be next week. Um, Mike, anything? Anything else you got to say to the kids at home? No, that's everything. Everything packed into this nice show here. Nice show on a beautiful Thursday afternoon, as we usually do. Mike, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, take care of yourself out there. All right. See you later. Two, three, four.